Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Senator, welcome to Philadelphia. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, good afternoon. Thank you for having me, Dom. Well, uh, Senator, give me your idea when you drafted this, and, and then we'll talk about the execution, the particulars. There's a lot of misinformation or speculation out there about the particulars, but I think you can answer it by telling us the broad strokes of this. And this is the most successful bipartisan, other than saying mom and apple pie, that I've seen. You guys can't even get a roof fixed there, at least in the assembly in Harrisburg. So to get this passed with 48 Democrats, wow. What's the overall idea? Uh, yes, I was very pleased to, to get this through the House and to get uh, Governor Shapiro to sign it. Uh, this, this bill was born out of about two years ago. Uh, I was on the chairman of the transportation committee in the Senate, and we were hearing different individuals that had reached out about the overwhelming increase in crime and the, the lack of safety with regard to SEPTA. So we took the transportation committee down to Philadelphia, and we had a public hearing on SEPTA, and were able to you know ride SEPTA, tour the facility, tour you know see the footage, talk to the people involved, talk to all the different uh, individuals. I was able to talk to the police firsthand to kind of get a flavor for what was happening down there. And overwhelmingly what we learned was that crime was running rampant, that people don't feel safe, and that law enforcement feels that no one has their back. So we took that back with us to Harrisburg, and we were able to sit down and craft this legislation and uh, come up with the product that what was passed here not too long ago, Senate Bill 140. Uh, Yeah, and as I said, uh, we had on Eamon Brown, one of the Republicans, uh, Democrats in Philadelphia who voted for it in the House, and he underlined, look at all these people on Monco, Bucks, the surrounding camp, particularly Monco I went through, who are Democrats who voted for it, and they're close to home. They're feeling the effects of this lawlessness in Philadelphia. Now, of course, we hear angles of attack. So what's your sense from this bill? Is it just if you're on SEPTA property uh, that a prosecutor can be, is it mandatory that the attorney general, first of all, appoint a prosecutor? Yes, that is the law that take effect immediately, that the attorney general appoint a special prosecutor. There are very specific requirements for that uh, special prosecutor, one, that they cannot have worked within the past six years in that office, in the district attorney's office. Uh, secondly, they've got to reside within Philadelphia. And there's some other uh, requirements uh-huh. as well. But, yeah, this is, a, this is a safety issue. And the fact that people are trying to make this into something that's not is very, I think, disingenuous. And quite frankly, I expected more. I know my colleague in the Senate, Center Street, calling out that I should worry about Johnstown. Uh, and he's you know, ramping up saying about this 500-foot jurisdiction. I challenge him to show me where in the law it says 500 feet within Senate Bill 140. You know, quite frankly, I thought he was an attorney. I thought I would expect a little more legal analysis from him. Uh, and it's very, it's very sad that he's using this for his own political benefit rather than focusing on the issue and getting his constituents and those people wrapped, you know, kind of you know, fired up about an issue that it should be about safety. The district attorney should be welcoming this with open arms. This is not a novel concept. This is not a novel idea. I was an assistant district attorney in Cambria County for a little less than 10 years. I worked many times across jurisdictions with local, with the state police, with the FBI, 
with our drug task force. So this is just another tool in the toolbox that should be helping, you know, his constituents. It should be helping the people in Philadelphia that ride SEPTA. I mean, it's indisputable that ridership is down. It's yeah. indisputable that, that the crime is up. This will help with that. So you're saying, too, and it's true under this as I read it, that Krasner can still prosecute or do it in conjunction with this prosecutor. Nothing has taken away his power. The only thing is he can't, as he usually does, um, decline to prosecute even some serious things that can happen here. And this prosecutor from SEPTA can make a decision to prosecute. That's correct. You know, nothing inhibits his prosecutorial abilities. He can continue to prosecute crimes even in the current SEPTA. Nobody's taking that away from him. Nobody's taking away his power to prosecute within the rest of the city, within the rest of his jurisdiction. This is just if the special prosecutor chooses to step in to lend assistance, to help with some of those more serious crimes that we know that you know, aren't being prosecuted you know, to the fullest extent of the law. You know, when I, I toured the facility and I talked to different law enforcement officers, and they tell me that the going rate for a violation with a firearm on SEPTA is about a two-year probationary term. That's incredulous to me. That's, that should not be happening. You know, when I talk to the law enforcement officers that say that they're arresting people for violating it and they're right back out on the street reoffending, that's a problem. That needs to be dealt with. Nobody was doing anything about it, and something needed to be done, and I'm very, very grateful that people – ultimately realized the seriousness of this situation and voted to remove this bill to the governor's desk. And I'm very grateful to Governor Shapiro for stepping up in a very quick manner and signing the bill into law. I don't know if you guys were on the L, what we call the L here, the elevated and all that, uh, but um, it's quality of life stuff that's criminal behavior, shooting up drugs, things of that nature, aboard the train with other people there, kids, whatever, it doesn't matter. And what happens, you probably were told this, why would SEPTA police then continue to intervene, bring people in when they feel that certain things are either going to, yeah, two-year probation for a gun on SEPTA that's illegal, uh, shooting up drugs, nothing happens. They're back almost as quickly as you brought them in. Right. And I think, too, going to the root of the problem, the lack of ability to follow up with just basic summary citations yes. for people that might, you know, jump the turnstiles, it's not being, there's no accountability. There's no accountability for that. And that leads to then people in that, in those facilities that shouldn't be there and that are causing this, you know, the, the ancillary rise in other offenses. Well, we know too, the broken window syndrome, uh, back in the day when New York was cleaned up, you mentioned the one that's the face of it, jumping turnstiles. And they found that people that they got jumping the turnstiles and the lawlessness element vibe that that gives. They were often violating probation. They had other offenses. That's who's going to be doing this stuff most of the time. Yes, absolutely. And then that it just rises you know, to this other level of, of crime. And it's just a perpetual cycle here of violence. And there's got to be accountability. There's got to be somebody there to say, look, if you're going to do this, you're going to be dealt with in the fullest extent of the law. We're not going to let you out you know, on bail. We're not going to prosecute you. We're not going to find you, you know, accountable for your actions. So a couple of things then. What's your sense then of where Sharif Street has been on the show a number of times is getting to 500 feet from and tell us why that is falling? I mean, that's one of the major things they put out there. In addition to which, you're a suspect in taking away democracy in Philadelphia by taking away the voters who voted for Larry Krasner. 
Well, I mean, to that last part first, yeah. I mean, like I had <laughs> indicated prior, nobody's taking away his prosecutorial power. He can tomorrow, he can you know, have a renewed sense of vigor and decide to go full bore and prosecute crimes on stuff and nobody's stopping him from that. Uh, with respect to, to my colleague, uh, adding this 500 foot jurisdiction, I was first asked by another news media outlet uh, a couple of days ago, you know, about that. And they, I said, this, quite frankly, it's false. There's nothing in the bill that mentions 500 feet. I think where they were drawing that from was from just the general jurisdiction that set the police can deal within 500 feet of their facilities. But I would point to this bill is very specific that it speaks to crimes that occur within the SEPTA transportation facility. This is for crime occurring within SEPTA, very clear, not out 500 feet from a bus stop or what have you. And that's not the intent of this bill. The intent of this bill is to help clean up SEPTA. You know, there's a lot of world-class events coming to the city of Philadelphia in the coming days. And this is, will help to give more confidence, but ultimately it's about safety. You know, when you hear stories of individuals that are afraid to ride SEPTA or that don't and how ridership's down, we need to restore that public confidence in SEPTA. And this district attorney, quite frankly, hasn't done it. Absolutely. So in summary, this is just a safety net here. It's another uh, avenue, more resources and more ability to enforce the law. Yes, this is no different than if the attorney general would designate a task force or a transit authority task force. Same thing. This is just helping those individuals that may be starved with the prosecutorial abilities to be able to, to, to help, to help you know, that tool in the toolbox. Exactly. When does this take effect? I see 30 days. Is that from when the bill was signed by the governor or is there some waiting period here? It is uh, immediate. No, it is within. Yes, yes. All right. So I have the to bill, ask you, this yeah. has been too low key for me. You don't know how miraculous this is. I actually do a show based around Krasner, have been involved with the impeachment process, et cetera. I'm not drawing you into that other than to say, my goodness, how did people in Harrisburg come together, 48 Democrats, many of them right here in the suburbs, at least four, I think, in Philadelphia, uh, have come around on this to say, yes, that's what our constituents want. Take us inside. You don't seem surprised by this. I am. I think that it speaks to people finally realizing the seriousness of the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe when this bill was introduced, you know, a while ago at first blush, it seemed, you know, crazy that, that this would be something that somebody would use the transportation committee to, uh, you know, to, to take in that area. But then I think as time kind of went on and people realized the situation, that something needed to happen, that someone needed to, to do something, that uh, is what brought people to the table. And then that, you know, as well with compromise with some other bills that, you know, on other fronts, this was a good compromise bill. But again, the fact that there was 159 to 44 in the House shows me that this is, you know, that we were not off base when we touted this legislation. We were not, you know, just seeing something in a vacuum. This situation, this problem is real. And this, uh, you know, I'm happy for the confidence in the House to be able to vote for that, to say, hey, let's we need to step in and do something. Nobody's going to stand up for the riders of SEPTA. Uh, Somebody needs to. Absolutely. Well, I think you're just a persuasive guy behind the scenes. I can see this guy's playing cards, drinking alcohol. Come on now. Come on now. Now, let's do this. But uh, it is amazing that this has happened. So congratulations on this for 
all of our listeners, and particularly here in Philadelphia. Have a great uh, Christmas season, and please uh, keep us in the loop uh, when you're not stealing democracy from Philadelphia. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Tom, and thank you for having me on the show. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.